For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks, and hey, bears. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm here with uh, uh, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, Dusty Slay. Yep, look at y'all. <laughs> all here. <laughs> Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattress based on your unique sleep preferences. Go to helixsleep.com slash Nate. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Thank you to Viore for sponsoring Nateland. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioreclothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. More on that later. Life is busy and your well-being is important. Athletic Greens makes it so easy to get the vitamins you need every day with just one scoop. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your per first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's Athletic Greens dot com slash Nate. Uh, welcome. We had to pre-record this one because uh, I, uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but it's I'm um, I'm somewhere. Yeah. Did we uh, ever? I don't know. It was a good time. Wherever good time. we were at was really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Or where we're going. Yes. Where we're at this week is fun. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. What's your hat now? It's the Lexington Legends. This is the beer cheese. This is oh. their alternate jersey. Yeah. That's fun. What's your hat? Uh, a golf course in Hawaii. Kapalua. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Some Kmart over here. Yeah, this is an old retail market. Uh, <laughs> Kmart. Locally. Used to be a local, but it felt local. Did you buy it? Uh, no, someone sent this to me. Oh, okay. Was it always, was it ever bigger than Walmart? No. I feel like Kmart. they were like hand in hand at some point. No, I think Kmart I was before Walmart, wasn't it? I think no. Walmart became Kmart. I mean, when no, I was a kid, Walmart so. felt like a classic store. You felt like you knew Sam yeah. Walton. And Kmart was uh, you know, was a hot store. I mean, we go in there and they had um 
you know, I would say ISIS. Kmart was like the. I would say Kmart and Target probably have more to do with each other than Walmart. I just remember there was a Kmart in Lebanon before Walmart came. They were the new kid on the block. I'm sure that's the. That's how you're going off the history of Walmart as you go. Well, Lebanon, it was much different there. You know, in Opelika, what? Well, maybe it's Auburn, but Kmart. They closed the Kmart. Closed to oh. Kmart, Walmart opened a store in the building. Ooh. Biggest slap in the face you could wow. possibly do. Closed to Kmart. Oh, what? So, so Walmart overtook Kmart in 1992, and since then, obviously, it's just been a blowout. But I, there was a stretch there where Kmart was the largest retail store in the United States. Who was bigger first? than Walmart? Back in my day, who was first? Walmart is. Kmart Walmart was was. first. Oh, Kmart was first. Yeah, and then Kmart was America's largest retail supply store. Walmart came along and Henry Forded them, and that's right. uh, You know, stole their idea. I know, but is it does it still mean that uh, Walmart was not first, or Kmart? Like, I mean, I still haven't seen the date of going like Kmart was first, then Walmart came along. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like Kmart got bigger first. Oh right. Like it's like I can't even think of another another store. Yeah, yeah. I just, mean, I would it, love it. Just type in is Kmart like <laughs> just the, when they started? When they started. Okay, eighteen ninety nine in Detroit. All right. Boom. So eighteen ninety nine in Walmart. Was, I remember that. Walmart started like, in nineteen sixty two. Is that yeah? And Target started in nineteen o two. Target. Yeah, yeah wow. I guess so. Sears eighteen ninety three. So Walmart was new to the show. They were Johnny Come Lately. They yeah. were nineteen sixty. And, and if you're Kmart, you're thinking, "Who's this idiot trying to compete mm-hmm. with us?" Mm-hmm. And now they're the biggest. They're the single biggest employer in the United States. Yeah. is that true? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Still, never really googling this. Never really got the. I mean, the Walmart <laughs> date says the people also search. I don't know if that's a fact. You still have somehow Googled. Not exactly everything that I would. Have I liked think to see. I maybe <laughs> am not entirely sure what we're. What Let's we're look up. Well, it was, it was saying started. like, yeah, I wanted. It looks like Kmart was before Walmart. It's what I wanted to know, and then you typed in what overtook. When did Walmart overtake Kmart? Mm-hmm. Which the conversation I think started with, uh, who was first, and then you just went to overtake. Very oh. college way to go. I, I'm hoping to get some corporate games. <laughs> when I'm just going, I just want to see the actual numbers. It started okay. with, was Kmart ever bigger than Walmart? Yeah. And then you said, and I yeah, said, who well, was Kmart first. was here first. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and then I didn't believe that. And mm-hmm. then. I'm hoping to get a corporate gig with Still, I, I, mean, I, just, I would love to just see. Well, there's one left. Yeah, when, yeah. when did Walmart just start? For I, just would love, I, I believe it's that 1962, <laughs> and I just want to see it. Just maybe click it so I can just see it outside. You're giving me your like. That's when they became the largest. When did they start? How is yeah? What is happening? (laughs) I just I'm not. This is tough, man. It's Googling's hard. When did Walmart start? When did Walmart start? Yes, I thought we already had that. It's 1962. I just okay. I just wanted to see it like that. Because I see the people also search. I'm not saying that that wasn't true, but I was I was like, I just wanted to see it. You were never giving me a direct, like, I wanted my own Google. You wanted it in the larger font. I wanted it in the larger font. <laughs> All you right, were my bad. Kmart. Kroger opened in 1883. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Costco, not 76. Wow. Yeah, these Costco, these yeah. Walmarts, they're new. New to the game. Well, Sears, but they're all, Kroger's still doing good. Sears was a catalog, you know. Well, Sears, it said, started in uh, 18, before 1893 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they so, were just a catalog. 
But they were the big deal. I, I saw. I remember when Sears was like when I was around. Sears was, a, was big, yeah. It was a bigger deal. It, it was a big part of the mall. I wonder what happened. Sears, Gaffers, yeah. um, J.C. Penney. That was the mall. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there or not, but I've bought many appliances from Sears Scratch and Dent. Yeah, I used to deliver for Sears Scratch and Dent. <laughs> I delivered uh, uh, re- by, when I did refrigerators and stuff yeah. like that. We did it. There's one off of. There are Applebee's. Is it literally products that have been scratched and dented? Mm -hmm. And usually you can't even find where the mark is. Oh, okay. It's like something happened, they can't sell it. Uh, Oh, Oh, that's great. Yeah. I wish they'd still have that kind of stuff. They may still have it over there. I delivered from that place. It's all scratched and dented now, though. (laughs) I have trouble imagining a world where (laughs) Sears collapsed, but Sears scratch and dent is still thriving. (laughs) That's a fair point. In a mall somewhere. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a mall. It was on Thompson Lane near. Nate's work. It was near where I work. I worked there too when I did my delivery. I right. think I think there's one Kmart left in the country. Oh yeah, I, I believe that's true. It may have I'm closed. Sure. We're getting about three Google searches from Aaron, <laughs> or it may be recently closed. How many Kmart's left? As of April 2022, which is this year, there will there are three in right, the continental three. U.S. Huh. It's like blockbusters. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Florida. Guam, of course, Jersey, New York, <laughs> Puerto Rico, Virgin Island, St. Croix, Croix. All right. All That's right. Fun. That's where I would have guessed. Yeah. Support Kmart, people. Get out there and shop. Let them know. Let them know. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with you guys' comments uh, this week. Uh, uh, Stephen Nup, Nup, N-U-P-P. Was in Sam's Club in Corpus Christi, Texas, and saw another Nate Land fan. For some reason, I yelled out, hello, folks. Without looking, he just yelled, hey, bear. And we just went about our day. It was beautiful. I love that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How did he know it was a Nate Land fan? Because mm-hmm. we all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> you can just tell. It's in the eyes. <laughs> it's just... Uh... <laughs> Just look at another person's eyes, and then you're like, that's a neighbor. There's just nothing behind them. There's nothing, yeah. <laughs> he was lost in There's the store. Not much, yeah. Sarah Nestetter. Nestetter. Hmm. Nate has dyslexia. Aaron has gout. Brian had a stroke. And Dusty must have ADHD. The amount of fidgeting he does combined with how often he zones out makes me absolutely certain, despite my lack of any medical training whatsoever. And that's the kind of training, that's the kind well, of advice we like to hear from. That is the kind of diagnosis I like, yeah. where you don't have a lot of training behind it. But yeah, I'm a fidgeter, but um, I got a lot going on, you yeah. know? There's I love lot. that you were fidgeting with your hands till it got to that part of the sentence and you read it and then you stopped. I was like, yeah, Sarah, take it easy. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They tell me my hands are, or some of my hands still look orange. So. Yeah, I think someone was worried. This has probably come out after the special, but they didn't want you to oh, play a lot it? of golf before the special. Yeah, they didn't want your hands to look orange on the special. But do they look orange? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think they look fine. I I, I would think they look orange because of the cameras or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the case. Yeah, you guys get cameras. Yeah, you don't fault. You don't walk around in life and people are like, "Man, that guy's hands are orange." Hmm? Brian, you had Not a stroke. You think? <laughs> well, I shake a man's <laughs> hands and he goes, "Go, go!" God, he goes, "You got something back your hand." I go, "What?" <laughs> we'll do the whole episode like this see if you get used to it I just need everybody to get used to it I don't uh, I, no, I have thought about it with golf like <clears throat> I'm st- I'm golfing uh, I'm still going to golf but I have been thinking like I need to back out of the sun 
at least for a little bit for the special. I don't need to go too crazy. So I've just been in it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say dive harder. Get oh, in there. Yeah. Go over the threshold. Get burned up. See how far I can go. Yeah. That's right. When I go to Florida, I'll lay out in the sun a lot, and then I take pictures with people after the show, and I look burnt up, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, jeez, what's happening? (laughs) Super (laughs) red. Yeah. (laughs) I got to tell you something I did this weekend. I brought a sweat towel on stage. Oh. I've never done that. Yeah. And it felt good. I mean, it looked silly. It probably looked absurd. It was, like, way bigger than it should have been, but I was sweating, and I was like, I just got to have something. Yeah, uh, I have a towel on stage. We have it right here, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bath towel. Yeah. Well, you should have. I mean, I don't know if you know how to do comedy, but this would be. You held up an actual, like, just a, it's like folder. Like, oh, we got it right here. It's like a funny, like, this is the. You laughed. You laughed. Yeah. Because I expected you to let it drop and be like, there it is right there. I get it started. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the uh that's all like he's he's good at premises yeah this is what he does this is what the kid does i'm a premise guy he's a premise machine uh so uh i have a towel that sits on the stool and i've never touched it but i carry a towel with me in my uh backpack i love a towel but it's a stage towel it's like i mean i love a black one a black one i just love having a towel but i'm sweating i just don't Sorry. Uh, I sweat. I don't sweat much on stage. Well, this was, it was pretty hot in this club. And I did have one fun moment where it was, yeah, yeah, there was many other factors. (laughs) (laughs) But I had like a big laugh. And as the laugh was going, I was like dabbing my head with the sweat towel. I was like, oh, this feels fun. I feel like Bruce Bruce or something. (laughs) Yeah, you're really reaching a whole new level with the towel. Start wiping yourself down on stage. Well, that's why I'm dangerous. It's like it's dangerous this for this to become a thing. I don't want to be the sweat towel. Guy. I can't wait yeah. to see it. <laughs> I start shaking. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. Well, it's nice to. I give you just sit it on the stool, then you can do it and, and I, a laugh. It's like it sets the tone. I was throwing it over my shoulder like oh, a, yeah. like a barkeep. <laughs> yeah, did you? I was having fun. Yeah. You prop it, your foot up on the stool a lot, don't you? Oh, I was doing it all, man. Yeah. yeah, I was loose. Yeah, it felt good. I I get a towel out there. They put one out there for me sometimes. I never use it, but I the curtain hit my water bottle and I spilled some water on myself, and I was able to clean up with the towel. Yeah, yeah. That's how I approach the audience. Yeah. Yeah. You leave a little tied to go pen on the stool. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. laundry up yeah. there. How close you walk to the curtain? I guess I got right up in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got. I mean, it it attacked me. Was it a theater or? I, I don't remember what gig it was. I think it was a, um, I think it was a room in Wichita uh-huh. where it was a curtain, but it was loose. Yeah, <laughs> and it got yeah the curtain it hit my water yeah. bottle, and it's you know I'm wearing black anyway. It's not a big yeah. deal, but good thing you didn't have any Q-tips in your ears, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Curtain does not move usually. No, no, you got to yeah. get it out of the way. Yeah, I mean, I thought. For sure, this this bar I was doing comedy in would have someone move the curtain for me. <laughs> you go, I'm going to just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep walking unless someone doesn't move it. And then, all right. Uh, John, I haven't watched the video version of Nate Land since the first few episodes until today. And it blew me away how good Aaron looks. There you oh, go. Wow. That's not, it funny. is crazy. If he watches this one, he's like, eh, he's back. <laughs> he goes, oh, I guess it's a rerun. <laughs> 
Yeah, by the time this one comes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you've had. You were the one that started it. You lost weight. Yeah. You came in hot. Thanks, man. You really took it. I mean, you look crazy different. Yeah. So I see some clips from the old. I'm like, my God, dude. I, I, was, I, I was struggling. Yeah, it was uh, the uh, – I'll start. I'll stop making fun of you being fat once you get back to fat. Cause then I'll have to feel bad. Like, well, I never, didn't the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. I never thought right, of you I'll as keep fat. It going. But when no, you're, you're just a big dude. But when right. you see old pictures of you versus now, though, yeah. you do. It is like, oh, okay. I have he old pictures fat. where I remember when they were taken, and I was like, I saw the picture, and I was like, dude, I'm killing it in that pic. We had. And then I look at it now, and it's tough, dude. Uh, Veter had a picture. Uh, Veter had a picture of the last time I was at, uh, in Charlotte, a picture of me. And yeah. Yeah, you look good there, though. <laughs> you just, you, you're a big dude, so it helps. But that's a tough, I mean, that yeah. was on the road with you, Nate. That's like a I year ago. Like, yeah, yeah. I go, man, that's an awesome picture, dude. No, that was two wearing, years ago. Wearing a Bush light hat. I'm yeah. like, that? killing it. Yeah, yeah. That was when we were doing those drive in shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. support it. Yeah, no. Well, the way the stage barely <laughs> did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's uh, no, I, I had a, I looked at a picture this weekend from like 2019 of me, and it's it's pretty wild, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, it's big. That was the last time I drank for you, it's like a few months ago, even. I know it's been a, a few months, difference. yes, but I mean, you see this 2019 one, I don't know if we could find it, but it's uh, Veter had it maybe on his Facebook page, oh, yeah, or oh, can you just Google 2019? Yeah, we should uh, be able to find, uh. Oh, these look all pretty good. Uh, those are all like professional. <laughs> oh, this was like a candid photo. Yeah, I mean, it's like some of them. Yeah, like if, if they're real good images, you know. I mean, <laughs> you can tell that's not good. But I don't know if that's 2019. Uh, it's yeah, it would be it'd be tough to find. Uh huh. And then you know, I'm that one. But all right, uh, <laughs> it was like a, it was like one after a show with me and Gary. Uh huh. It was yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, TB Tom Brady Aaron's the perfect example of an indoctrinated millennial spouting the approved narrative pedantically <laughs> in stark contrast to the free thinking uneducated Dusty who has his eyes open and is a lot smarter than anyone at that table Real Liz's. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all right up to that last one. Yeah. Did I get pedantically? You got right? pedantically, yeah. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know what that means. Well, well Aaron pretty- sent me this uh, comment <clears throat> in a text, and I was like, wow, I've never agreed with anything more. <laughs> yeah, this guy gets it. Yeah, this guy gets it. TB gets it. I'm an indoctrinated millennial. It sounds like Tom Brady. I've been saying that about Aaron for years. Yeah, spouting the approved narrative pedantic. I don't know what that actually I read the read this to someone else and I didn't know how to pronounce that word. I it sounds like you're to me, it sounds like you're all you talk about is pedantically. Yeah, I don't Whatever either. that means, you're like let me tell you something. This pedantically is you guys got to try it, and we're like, I don't know. You want to know what's funny? I mean, I just googled definition of pedantically, and it's in a pedantic manner. <laughs> With pedantic, it's like, well, that doesn't help. Now we got to look up the definition. Well, where of do pedantic. you keep it? Where do you keep it at? We keep it in the pedantry. 
<laughs> Isn't that a Seinfeld? Huh? When George is dating the lady with the big salad and she's talking about Hebert and Herbert and these writers, she's like, but he can be pedantic. And he's like, yep, he can be pedantic. I don't know. All right. He's it, a pedantic means characterized by a narrow, often ostentatious concern for academic knowledge and formal rules. I love it's it. actually a great word for what That's, you think of me. Yeah, I love that pedantically. I don't know why we're having to define it with also another word that I'll need to look up in ostentatious. Ostentatious, but, kind of pretentious. Uh, no, know. yeah. I, well, I didn't know what that meant, but I got the idea of it all. Yeah. Well, uh, I agree with this comment. He TB, caught the vibe. Here's from- what I, I I focused on: narrow <laughs> academic knowledge and formal rules. Sounds like TB narrow needs to be concern. talking with Sarah Nistetter. <clears throat> yeah, I liked it. I got narrow concern for academic knowledge and formal rules. Being like, I've been told this yeah. by people that I paid to tell me this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. and this is the way it's done. And you're yeah. stupid for not for asking a question. Yeah, that's it. Pedantically, that's perfect. Well, that's how I've always felt that Aaron felt about me. Yeah. What about obtuse? <laughs> you know yeah. obtuse? I know obtuse mostly from the Shawshank Redemption. That's why we think about it. Yeah. You no, would be. It. I haven't seen it. Oh, well, okay. Oh, obtuse is a word that's pretty that's important. That's the main thing? It's pretty, not the main thing, but it's pretty important. Oh. You'll remember it. But that scene it. made me think of you and Nate. Oh, that's yeah. right. That would be y'all's character. I thought obtuse oh, was like a fat thing. <laughs> It's obese. Oh, but I thought obtuse was like, I, I honestly thought it meant circle. Like, do you know what it means? Like obtuse a circle is bottom. You know, versus an acute angle. Yeah. And obtuse is greater than 90 degrees. You do know geometry. <laughs> yeah. This is coming after. Very pedantic. <laughs> coming after he brings a towel on stage because mm-hmm. he, can't, he can't handle 45 minutes under the lights. He's doing 50 now, dude. <laughs> yeah, 50 is good. that last five where I'm really sweating. Yeah, you got it. Oh, God. Does anybody else have... I'm more towels we got back. So good wet. Uh, Josh Oakley. Ooh, from the Oakley family. Yeah. A few months ago, I saw Brian walking into church. I thought about introducing myself, but I chose not to because I didn't want to invade his church experience by bringing his work into the discussion. I felt that like this was a different scenario than running into one of you at a restaurant or on the golf course. How would you prefer those of us that are fans of your comedy, but also share a community setting like a church or social organization interact with you? Well, Josh, I saw you look at me and I was furious. Don't even look at me. Now, if you just saw me, I would have went forward at church (laughs) and announced it to the congregation. Josh, here's a fan. (laughs) Josh, I wouldn't go up to Bates if you don't want to talk to him more than this one time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really, that's really, Josh, that's up to you. You really think about, you want to every week have Brian seek you out. Are you ready for a relationship? Are you ready for a relationship? Yeah. You need to have an escape of this conversation. Yeah. That's yeah. my biggest complaints people have about cameos. Mine are too long. <laughs> have you really that? gotten people say, no, okay, that'd be uh, hilarious. I've only gotten five stars, but. Have you been doing cameos too? Yeah, I mean, I'm the perfect person because most people on there are people on the downside of their career who don't even want to do it. You need someone who never had a career because we're excited <laughs> and we want to do it. So I really get into them. I've raised my rates and promised that Nate would also wish them a happy birthday. So if I just throw in. No, you have no up or downside career. You're just <laughs> just average. Just you just happening. need one video of Nate saying happy birthday that you could work into each one. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to be like slip it in like. If you guys were wishing Sarah Nistetter a happy birthday, how would you say yeah. <laughs> This yeah. is the podcast. Yeah. Just throw it in there randomly. Happy birthday, Sarah Nistetter. Yeah. She's like... Oh. I did a uh, a gender reveal. Can you imagine finding out the gender of your kid from me? 
They'd be like, they're like, what, what's the gender of the guy telling us? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused by this whole thing. Because <laughs> is that a boy? Is that an old man? I don't know what's. <laughs> because I'm, I'm more backwards than I ever was. You think there are some different genders? <laughs> huh? Boy and old man? No, it's just multiple jokes I did on you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -oh. the, light, the light go out. I'm glad y'all saw that. <laughs> I didn't see it. Huh? We went dark there for a second. Flat, yeah. <sighs> no, I think, yeah, you can come up. I, I mean, I, again, I always say people, uh, I got recognized at the Wilson County Fair. That's a, a oh, place of church. And yeah, I'm the only one here that's going to be seen at church, but go ahead. <laughs> I had someone coming to me at church. <laughs> I did have someone coming to me now at I church. Now I know. And they did... Uh, which we we're going. I gotta I gotta go a lot more. I gotta get back in it. I wanna. They were saying welcome. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go. Yeah, this guy asked for my autograph and my address. I gave it to him. I was like, golly, man, I can't go anywhere anymore. So in a card, it's a yeah. new member. <laughs> I gave it to him. He mailed me something. I was like, all right, take it easy, dude. You like my comedy? I get it. No, I wanna. I gotta go. I gotta. We gotta. It's so hard to send. Like we just. Yeah. The schedule. It's hard to get into the rhythm of it. But I don't, yeah, I don't ever mind it. Someone goes up and they say, hey, yeah, it's still nice. You're like, oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I feel like it. if it's even a moment like where it's like that kind of like, if it's like, oh, you're, you know, if I'm with my daughter, oh, if you're, it's kind of a hectic moment or something like that, uh, or whatever it is, those are even nice. And someone's just like, yo, you know, big fan. And then you're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. And you can kind of get back to what you're, if you're doing something. I like for people to do it when I'm with my wife so that my wife knows what's going on out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the streets. I'll be like, you see what's happening here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like a little more respect at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should put a picture of your wife and your girlfriend so people know when and when not to come. <laughs> uh, I'll say this about Dusty. If you know who he is, you're going to spot him. Because when we were in Huntsville, anybody that remotely knew, they, they were calling you out. Oh, yeah. You could put a hat on and maybe not even get recognized. Right, right. The three of us could. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But you, you're pretty distinct looking. I don't know. You would. I think. I think you're pretty distinct. But I'm. I'm pretty generic looking. There are a million guys that look exactly like. Yeah, you. but you're big, so like people are gonna like. They just notice. <laughs> they like, Excuse me. I mean, like yeah. They, <laughs> they, they go. <laughs> they like go. they walk in a restaurant. They're like, what? <laughs> coming through. They go heads up. Heads up. Watch your back. There's a lot of watch your back, and you're like, oh, a lot of beep beep moving through, moving through. On your left. On your left. No, I'm seeing. You. I meant you're tall. Like you're okay. tall, and like so people just naturally are gonna. Like recognize, like they. I feel like they look at you in the Maybe, face more. Yeah. How tall are you? Six feet, so yeah. average. I think you would. Do, you would get recognized too. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Well, Dusty really gets recognized. Well, Dusty, yeah. Um, what happened? <laughs> just, uh, just how tall are you? Six feet, so average. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, five nine is the average. Really? Yeah, that low. It is. I. Uh, That's how tall Dusty I am. would be. So like the, Dusty, you're uh, the obvious. Like you're not going to miss it. I was with Leanne yeah. recently, and two people in front of us had her back to us, recognized her just from her voice. Oh yeah. I would. I've gotten voice. Like mine would be a voice. I can. I can have that where they hear the voice and then they don't. Yeah. 
But if I have a hat on, if I didn't wear, I didn't wear a hat. The Wilson County Fair, and it was. But if I, yeah, if I have a hat on, but it's still, I mean, it's you know, yeah, I can do great. no hat, hair up, nobody really. Yeah, notice, man. the yeah, glasses yeah. though are t- you get other yeah. pairs of glasses. Yeah, I think what's helping you the most is where you're at in your career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You want to? <laughs> well, if you want to maintain a low profile, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. really yeah. good. I mean, he said he's going. He's like, I'll put my hair up and nothing will happen. I'm like, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. The key to not getting recognized is to not be rec- not have success. <clears> right? <throat> no, yeah, I'm joking. That came off me. It was right there though. I don't know. It was funny. We're having a good time. I thought of it right when the hair went up, and I was like, well, I can't not say it. <laughs> we listened to, picking your voice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Um, we, uh, when we're putting Eleanor down to sleep, and we'll do the uh, Alexa, the um, mel- the lullabies to, for her to listen to, but they'll stop every two or three songs to do a Geico commercial, <laughs> and it's your voice. Oh, yeah. So right when she's about to get to sleep, you just hear with Geico. We, yeah. <laughs> so she knows your voice. You do Geico commercials? I did. I did some. Yeah. Oh, okay. Radio. Oh, that's fun. Audio. Yeah. I mean, they play them all the that's time. Fun. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I do hear it a lot. Oh. So yeah. you just play lullabies. You don't sing them. Well, I sing along sometimes. Okay. But yeah. I, I don't know if you. You're want. like Alexa, babysit. Oh yeah. Well, Eleanor doesn't need to be. I mean, come on. <laughs> let's let let's let Alexa handle it. You don't play your any your daughter any lullabies? Oh no, we don't have Alexa. Well, I know, but there are other yeah. ways to play music. I mean, that no one's he's not going to have an Alexa. Well, yeah, I we know said, that, but <clears throat> you don't have any musical instruments or anything that would play music in for your daughter. No, I mean, she has some toys that she'll punch on. But do y'all set your phones in a basket outside before you go inside? <laughs> no, I wish though. Yeah. I do wish that. <clears throat> I do yeah. take my phone out of the room when I sleep. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, that's awesome. I don't like that. I like that. Those waves coming off there. Mm-hmm. We watch a, a baby sensory thing on YouTube called Hay Bear. Really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I've seen that, yeah. And it's just like a kaleidoscope of colors and sounds? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I get into <laughs> You're it. You're into yeah. it as well? <laughs> kind of yeah. do. I could see having your phone out of the room. Yeah, I, I love well, do that. Do you have just an old alarm clock? Well, you know, when I'm home, we don't really have anything to wake up for. That's true. I don't really have it. Yeah. I mean, my alarm, I don't really need it unless, you know, I don't really set an alarm much. Only when I have to get up to go to the airport. That's the only time yeah, I have yeah. an alarm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I think I used to set it up a lot more than I did. Yeah. Now with the bus, you know, <clears throat> and now with travel being so hard, you got to usually fly a day early or something. So you don't, it's not like you have to go take a 6 a.m. flight always. Yeah. Uh, I I have to set my alarm if I have to like be I need to be going by eleven. I didn't set it today. We started recording at eleven thirty for the first podcast. If I didn't set one today, I'd probably still be asleep. Yeah. Wow. I'll wow. just keep going. Yeah. Wow. I think you're it's it's you're at a good age where you will sleep. I'm starting to hit the age where you're starting. I'm gonna start waking up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not you know I, I don't sleep late, but I don't I don't sleep to noon anymore. And I used to easily could sleep to noon. Yeah, like without even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think you just as you, yeah, I'm just at, I'm hitting the age where it's like it's about to start flipping a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can start getting I get more tired. Yeah, you know, it's good. Though. Probably good. Yeah, I'd rather get up earlier. Uh, I need a better morning routine because I'll get up and just look at my phone, and yeah. I like it because I just lay in bed and look at my phone. But it's I do like laying there. I need to put a book there or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never, you know. Yeah, go back real. to sleep. Yeah, I've tried those tricks. You put the book there, and then you you move the book out of the way to get the phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
I throw, I would throw the book to hit the door, and Laura goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "We bring my phone." (laughs) 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 Becky Arnold. I went to a work Christmas party with a guy I was dating at the time. I feel like I just my rhythms. Yeah, (laughs) I went to work. Hi, I'm Becky. I went to a work Christmas party with a guy I was dating at the time. He left me to get drinks, and one of his coworkers asked what I did for a living. I knew I'd never see her again, and I totally lied and said I was a pediatrician. She asked where I went to medical school, and I said Duke. She then proceeded to tell me she was looking for a pediatrician for her daughter, and I immediately said my office was not taking any new patients <laughs> at the time and place. Politely excused myself and walked away. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that the lie kept going, and she was like ready. Mm-hmm. Like she was ready with the next one. Yeah. It's a great cop out. We're actually not accepting new patients. At this it's time. smart to think of that. Have a great rest of the evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. another tactic would be, yeah, give my office a call. Here's the number. <laughs> yeah. What, do you, uh, what number do you write down? Anyone. Five, five, five. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could, yeah. I would almost say you could go, I'm lying to you about all this. Like, if you just tell her that. Yeah, you're like, nah, I'm just kidding. I work at Captain D's. You're like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a pediatrician. I, I honestly just said it because I thought, I just felt like in the moment to try something crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy that you needed my services mm-hmm. <laughs> or you commit to it and just and you go the- I do house visits yeah or just start helping her kid yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> if the kid's in good shape you yeah. don't gotta do that much you just rub the <laughs> oh. pencil on the bottom of their foot or something with an eraser you just they Hammer, do that hit the knee i don't think they even do that don't they do the pencil I, I, on the foot or who does that maybe they do that to old men i've done the hammer know. on the knee to, I've had that done a, to me. yeah I, I have but i don't not a baby Oh, I think you do it to No, kids. babies don't have knees. <laughs> yeah. I think that is one of the last cartilage that gets formed is no. the kneecap. Yeah. yeah. That's not true. I'm not saying they don't have kneecaps, but I think that's one of the last parts that forms. Really? They don't have knees at all. <laughs> it's thigh, calf. Just foot. stops there. Dangles. Okay. I've Look never, it up. I've never heard that. Just look at the look it up to see. Do babies have knees? Do babies <laughs> yeah, have when knees? Do, when did knees overtake the government of uh, the body? Well, I got no answer. The answer is yes and no. Golly, you can't have a yes and no answer. Yeah, babies are born with pieces of cartilage that will eventually become the bony kneecap so that no adults then. have. Yeah, so ba- they don't, but then it's it becomes that. Yeah, it, the answer can never be yes and no. It's never that. Well, instead of the babies had bony kneecaps, that would make the birthing process a lot more difficult. So it would oh, develop yeah. later. So that worked out. Yeah. These women that, complaining that about everything. Yeah. So it's like the answer is no. Because I we need to take an L shape out. Like it's, yeah, you need another doctor in there if babies had knees. This is great. The, the kneecaps don't ossify until the ages of two to six. So the first two years of their life is just cartilage in that knee. Or just an unossified. Yeah. <laughs> What? I don't know. He just said they don't ossify, and they yeah. go, so they don't have them. I go, or at least they just have not ossified. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pre-ossification. Yeah. You know? you know, it's a knee, but it's, you know, it's not ossified. Well, we all know what that means. Yeah. I had knees, though. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be a guy that <laughs> hears this. He goes, I had knees pretty early. Uh, ben Browning. I mistakenly locked ourselves out of our house. We had to call a locksmith, and he looks at our door and says it's going to be $150. I don't have an option, so I tell him to go for it. 45 seconds later, the door is open. 
while I'm paying the guy, he spins his phone around and there are options for 15, 20, 20, 25% tip. I just paid $150 for less than a minute of work. And now he's asking for a tip, but he can break into my house in seconds. So he got a tip. So the thing that you're paying for there, even though it does take a minute, it's the, you're paying for not the nine hours. So it might take him a minute, but you're paying for, if you don't do it, then it's nine hours. Interesting. So you're, you're paying for, I would imagine you're paying for the, you know, it's like, you're glad everybody's happy. It takes a minute. That guy is, you are all that stuff. Mm -hmm. This guy's got good enough to have it take a minute, all that stuff. You want it to take a minute, you, you know, so Sometimes you got to realize, like, why, what am I paying? I'm paying for this not to take over my life. Like, you would pay – if someone's like, all right, I'll do it for free, but it's going to take one hour or two hours, two hours. I'll do it for free for two hours. Or you give me 150 bucks, I'll do it in one minute. You're probably going to go, I'll pay the 150 bucks. Yeah. But what about the tip, though? I say So no the tip, tip thing is – the thing that's confusing with jobs like this, you want to go, what is the 154? Is it not going to you? Like, is it you're not – a company or you're it's you know if if the money's you know if the money's going to you that's like isn't like women's hair salons like you don't tip the owner of the salon or something i think that's the way they do it because oh. it's like the owner but then you would tip the other people because it's like the owner would get technically the entire amount of money mm -hmm. so if someone has a company and you're so if this person's like now if he's a works for a company i guess you could do it uh you could tip him you know but it is like if he's his own company, you're like, well, I'm giving you $150. Like, it's like just charge it. How much does it cost? Right. $150. Okay, here's 150 bucks. Thanks. That's like any work that you do when you, you know, you want to be like, all right, you did siding on my house. I pay, what is it? Give me the price. I, I'm not yeah. averaging. No one knows how to tip for that. Like, that's like, you know, that's the problem too, is sometimes tipping. A, that it's 15, 20, 25 now is crazy. But sometimes with tipping, you want to go like, do you tip the plumber? And you're like, I don't, no one knows how to tip a plumber. No one knows the percentages you're supposed to tip. I don't know what you want me to give this guy. Sometimes it's rude to tip and you don't, you never want that. That's yeah. always awkward. Have you ever tipped somebody and they're like, no, you don't need that. Yeah. But I, that's going, that's gone away. I, 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 most will take a tip now. Cause I, and I think being tipped is happening so much. I know, I think it used to be like that, but I do think now, it's kind of it's much more rare when I see someone because I've been in situations where I have tipped and they're like no 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 and I'm like come on man mm -hmm. and then they just take it, yeah. uh, but I don't do that in a bad way. I sometimes I'm doing it because I know they know me or something or I know like I it's like sometimes you just ca called in like you know it's like I'm just I, I want to do it I yeah. want to like this person really helped us and we did this but like the person with a plumber or like with this kind of thing you're like. What's the price, dude? Like, I, I don't, what am I it's supposed to be? Uh, what is 10%? 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Like, so it's like kind of, you're like, you don't tip. That's like a restaurant. That's what tipping is, is like restaurants. I would imagine you should go, if there is going to be tipping in all this other world, it should be like, maybe it's 10% or something. Or yeah, I mean, 5%. especially this where he turns the phone around. Cause now it's not like what you're talking about where you offer a tip and the guy goes, oh, no, no, yeah. no. And you're like, no, I want you to have it. Now it's like a guy going, Tip, yeah, and you have to. And he's like, holding the phone. Yeah, and you're you like, go. oh no, you now you're now. If I do tip you, yeah. it's because you forced me to tip you. You don't even feel good about it. You feel like you got me. The mm. idea of it would be to uh, pay cash. Yeah, well, to pay cash, but but also to be just brave enough to go. I'm not. I'll pay the 150 bucks. Or you could almost. I mean, like I always think of it. So you'd be like, 
I'm not going to tip you, but I'll, 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 I don't know. Even though you're tipping me, you're like, I'll give you $175, but I'll give you $175 of charge me the price. I'm not adding it in a tip. Oh. Like you're almost like making a point to go, I'm not scared. I'm not saying I'm not, I won't pay for this services, but I'm not doing this game afterwards. Yeah. That but I don't know what, what is going to make you happy. You have 25% on there. So if I go 15% on locksmith, which I don't know if it's 15%, and if I put 15, you're going to be like, you, you know, is there still some like, uh, but his last sentence really seals the deal here. Yeah. But he can break into my house in seconds. So he got a tip. Yeah. And I understand that that is, it's yeah. the, it's the, and you hope that the guy's not going to, but yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A little intimidation. He just shows yeah. you how he's like, holds it out. And just remember, I got in here real yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah. That 10%. took me a minute with you looking. Imagine if I don't look, <laughs> if you're asleep at night, how quite quick could I do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need a conversation about tipping. Kim Souza. On one episode a while back, Nate made a point to say that people who quit drinking sometimes worry they won't be as fun. And he said that could not be less true. I am 95 days sober. Congratulations. All right. And that meant so, so much to hear. I am loving life without alcohol. And it's so reassuring to hear that people on the outside think we non-drinkers are still a good time. Any and, and Dusty being a member of your awesome podcast crew is just further proof of that. Dusty, you are awesome, and 10 years alcohol-free is really inspiring. All right. How about it? Look at that. Congrats, Kim. Yes, you That's enjoy awesome. life a lot better. You will. And this needs to be said to, like, you know, this the alcohol, it's, it's, it is. It's poison. And it's such so a drag. I mean, I had such mm-hmm. a fun time, but I was miserable, really. You're having fun because you don't know. You're bored. Yeah. You're bored with your life, and yeah. so you don't know what to do, and you have no. So you're like, uh, all right, this. Well, now my life, now this becomes fun, mm-hmm. and then once you, I think that's the flip. Is you just go like, well, I want to have fun, but I, I don't want to have fun and, and then feel bad the next day. Yeah, you don't have ruins to, the next day, and then you, you know. don't have to be fun. Like when you're dr- drinking all the time, you're almost like being fun for other people. Yeah. But now I have fun all the time. I yeah. don't know that I'm more fun to be around. But I'm having more I fun. think you, I think everybody's, you're going to get around people that you're going to be more fun to be around. Yeah. Because you're going to be fun. And you're going to go do stuff during the day. You're going to go do this. You're going to do that. Like, it's fun. You lose, and then it's like the people at night when you're like, you know, if they're like, why are you not drinking? You're not being fun at night. You're like, I don't, dude, it's 11 o'clock at night. Like, you know, there's just a, there's times where you just go like, all right, this is, it's, right. it's not, it's not worth it. And yeah. The party's over. Yeah. Yeah. You get up and you go do stuff during the day. And uh, yeah, that's awesome, Kim. You're doing great. Yeah. And three months is a long time. I remember at one point I hit one month. I was like, all right, that's good. But I've done a month before. And then I hit two months. And two months was a real celebration because mm-hmm. it was like I had never, since I started drinking, had never gone two months without so you drinking. a couple drinks. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate. <laughs> but in AA, which I didn't do, but uh, in AA, they say they give you a chip at two months because that's the point where people start to say, all right, I know I can quit now. Yeah. So I'll, you know, I'll go back oh. to drinking because I know I can quit. Interesting. And then it really sucks you back in. Yeah. There. Uh, yeah. I. I. I, I also. Th- I think it's the control. Like it's like I. I think a lot. A lot about the the having no control is I. I'm. I don't ever want to go back to that. Not you know like no control in the you know it's like you're gonna feel bad the next day you're gonna all these circumstances and then you're like I don't want that anymore and i am and i'm glad i don't have it 
Yeah, I like to be able to go to the Waffle House without, you know, being like, sorry, you had to kick me out last night. You yeah. know, stuff like that. <laughs> like, those kind yeah. of things are great. Yeah, yeah. Well, Not getting kicked you. out of the same sushi restaurant twice in one day. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Those are the kind of things <laughs> that I don't do anymore. Yeah. And that feels good. You eat sushi? Yeah, I love sushi. Twice really? in one day. Wow. I got kicked out of a sushi restaurant, and then I taught, I went over to another bar, had a beer, Came back, talked the bouncer into letting me back in. I said, I'm cool. I'm cool. A bouncer at a sushi restaurant? Yeah, it was like sushi slash nightclub kind of thing. But okay. they were we were all eating. It was daylight. And I go, he goes, all right. I was like, I'm cool now. And then I went right back to arguing with the person I was arguing with and got kicked out right away. <laughs> I knew I wasn't cool. I was lying to the guy. Yeah. yeah. Why were you... Uh, uh, arguing? Yeah. Like- Who knows? I mean, there's, you know, I was at a, uh, 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 what do you call the uh, thing where you sit around, the guys flipping shrimp mm-hmm. and stuff. And hibachi with a, grill. Yeah, with a bunch of people that I work with. And I remember calling a guy out, like, right at the hibachi thing for n- no reason. I don't know what I was even calling him out about, looking at me, you know. And uh, I would get so fired up. It was, I mean, yeah. in a lot of ways, it was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kim, what we're saying is, give it another shot. Yeah. Yeah, no. Kim, wait 10 years and then, you know, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Kim. It is awesome. Yeah. Congrats. We love our Helix Sleep mattress. Uh, I've said many times, it's unbelievable to unbox, delivered free. It is uh, so comfortable. You fall asleep very fast. We have the Helix Dusk Lux. It has a medium support. And everyone that slept on it is surprised how good they sleep because uh, it's that good. And a lot of people step on it, a lot, of, a lot of different body types. Plus, Helix mattresses are American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And remember, you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. It's American-made. You know, you think about American-made, there's not – I would like thought if you could only buy American-made stuff, it doesn't – it's hard. Mm-hmm. And, well, go do Helix. It's American-made. If you don't love it, I know you will, but if if you if you don't, they will pick it up for you and give you a full refund. Uh, don't take just my word. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired magazine. It even recommended by multiple. Uh, it it is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go to solution for improving your sleep. Uh, Helix supports military first responders, teachers, and students by giving them a special discount on the site. Uh, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Nate with Helix. Better sleep starts now. The whole podcast crew loves their Viore. Mm-hmm. We all got a few new items to add to our favorites. Wintertime is upon us. Now we can start pulling those out, enjoying them. Viore's new outlook on performance apparel. Perfect if you're sick and tired of traditional old workout gear. Nate travels with his, wears he's on the plane, right? I wear it all the time. I mean, I don't have it now, but it's the uh, the last episode, my silver jacket, Viore. Mm-hmm. I wear that jacket, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. all the time. Viore can be worn for just about any activity like running, training, yoga, but also great for just lounging or weekend errands. You can wear it on the plane, Aaron. You don't have to wear jeans anymore. Just wear Viore. It's so comfortable. You wanna, you'll want to wear it all the time. It's investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off of your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioriclothing.com slash Nate. That's V-U-O-R-I clothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. 
Go to vioriclothing.com slash Nate and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. All right. Our next partner has a product we've started using every day. We all started taking Athletic Greens because none of us eat very well, but we are all looking for simple ways to try and be, and be more healthy. This is a great start to the morning. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. The taste is great, and it is easy to make and drink quickly. One scoop of powder with water, shake, and drink. The travel packs are great for when any of us are on the road. You can easily pour it into a bottle of water. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. Supports better sleep quality and recovery, and also mental clarity and alertness. It's cheaper than getting all of different, all the different supplements yourself. It costs less than $3 a day. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and help your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially heading into the flu and cold season. It is just one cup, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. It's this week. So this week we're talking about physics. I Googled physics and I'm like, I don't understand what I'm reading. So then I Googled physics for kids and I still didn't quite understand what I was mm-hmm. reading. But it seems like it has a lot to do with gravity. Gravity's <laughs> a pretty big, pretty big thing yeah, that's helpful yeah. <laughs> that's about as far as this was a hard it was the hardest class one of the hardest classes i ever i ever took in took high school f- or phys- college physics in high school i avoided it like the plague and in, in college but physics is just the study of how things move and behave in the universe okay it's used in everything engineering yeah architecture aerospace sports is it like how a building would fall over it yeah describing how exactly that would happen yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like breaking it down to be like, well, we know this would do this and then it collapse. And now, yeah. And if you do controlled demolition of a building, you would understand physically how all that would happen. And then you can make it collapse. You can manipulate it in a way where yeah. it will collapse how you want it. But if like the trade centers, they did not think they were going to collapse like that. I mean, I don't think they. Uh, I don't think they, they did. I don't think they wanted it to. <laughs> no, no, I know. But I mean, when they thought it would fall, I thought they didn't. Like, it's a miracle that it even fell. If it's oh, going okay. to fall, it's a miracle that it fell like it fell. But I think that they knew. Three times. They knew. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it fell three times? Well, I mean, you know. Three different buildings. Three buildings yeah. came down. They knew exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think they knew the right place to, the, to hit on the building that would cause it to do that. Huh. Yeah, I never heard that. Really? <laughs> no. There's a. Yeah. Uh, Do you believe that? Do you think the U.S. government uh, knew exactly what it is? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very fun video from like the 1970s of some beach whales that uh, died, and they couldn't move them out to the ocean, so they had to set up dynamite and blow them up. 
And the people came out to watch, and the news crew was there, and they miscalculated the explosion. And well parts just go flying oh. everywhere <laughs> on people, on the crew, just everywhere. It just starts landing. It's a very, yeah. very funny, oh. funny video. Is it? It's on YouTube. That's all right. That's a huge whale. Yeah. The swells are so So they were just like, can't get it. Blow it up. It was dead. Pull it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun question. I saw this on Reddit the other day. They were asking, what what animal would scare you the most if it were the size of a whale? A bear. A bear. (laughs) A yeah. bear more than like uh, a you could dodge more a than like a praying mantis the size of a uh, whale uh, would like terrify you. Yeah, any wow. any animal. Yeah, something fun to think about. Yeah, just an yeah. ant maybe. Any any yeah. insect would be terrifying. Spider, possum Spider. would be pretty terrifying as a uh, oh god yeah. as a size of a. They're terrifying as is. Yeah, wild looking uh, animal. Yeah, I would think the praying mantis though still has skinny legs. <laughs> an, alligator. The size of a, an, an alligator an alligator would yeah. be tough because they're low to the ground oh, that's true yeah and they would just pin their head and eat it you know there's bears when we were in the Toledo Zoo they have short snout bears that were around you know whenever you know yeah dino, you know a lot of stuff quotation marks dinosaurs were around mm-hmm. and uh, they just survived they were huh? huge they were the biggest like they're look that's a like that one over there on the right that's a grizzly bear, and that's how much bigger they were. Golly, dude! You can't juke that bear. That, I, I, I bet I don't think you could just because its arms are long as you, they're taller than you. Yeah, that could be the strongest thing that's ever lived. Could be. I mean, just that's the thing. Bears like bears have they've become uh, they are my new favorite animal. Uh, 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 Where's your old? What got bumped? Uh. Oof. I don't know if I had an old, <laughs> but snakes. I like. I always like snakes. Yeah. I always go to the reptiles. I like looking at snakes. I don't want to touch them anymore, but I like looking at them. And I've. I was always. I always loved snakes. I read a lot of books about snakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but now bears are. Oh, yeah. uh, this is. Uh, you got that pulled up. Uh, yeah. So a few episodes back, we talked about Aaron and how he looked so different next to the Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Offensive lineman. Someone, well, someone first posted this photo of, uh, of <laughs> oh yeah, a pretty good Photoshop. Yeah, 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 of what he looked like. But then people also sent in some celebrity. Well, there's the, there's uh, there's the Rock and Mark Wahlberg next to wow. Shaq and Barkley. Yeah, that really blew me away. This picture of how small the Rock looks next to Shaq. You well, I mean? even to Barkley. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's because the Rock is so big. Mm-hmm. And he does. He looks like a regular person next to Shaq. And Mark Wahlberg's on his tippy toes right here. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But Shaq, geez, he's huge, man. Mark Wahlberg's not as small as it looks. I think the, the the biggest favor in this picture is Wahlberg. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, just because it's like, you're like, oh, he's not. Because you think, you know, all the other ones are so tall. But I mean, Barkley looks bigger than yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, definitely. Talking. And there's Arnold Schwarzenegger with Will Chamberlain and Andre the Giant. That one's crazy. That's crazy. Dude. And he looks wow. like a, a child. Kid. Yeah. Will wow. Chamberlain is that big? He's seven, than foot. seven feet tall. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, that's so. This is blowing my mind. That's that's unbelievable, dude. He's. A... I mean, it's not even. It's yeah. Like like he wouldn't be like Andre the Giant. They he wouldn't be scared of him. It'd no, be like, what are you gonna do, dude? Yeah, there's a different one. I don't have it there, but where Wilt and Andre are just holding him up 
and off the ground. He's he's mm. just like a little child. You decided not to put that one in. Well, this uh, this one shows more yeah. the height okay, differential. Yeah, no, and then there's one more. You uh, go. There's another one that's got uh, the winning lottery numbers in. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. There's one with me and Liam there. Yeah. yeah. Um, who Liam is a comic who's seven foot. And, oh, I mean, look yeah. at Dusty's hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at his waist. That's, is that Kenny DeForest? Yeah, so like he's a lot bigger than you. Yeah, Kenny's you know above six foot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm five nine. Are your eyes Average. closed? Average, yeah, uh, probably. A lot of my shirt pictures they are. <laughs> what happened? I yeah, blink a lot. You don't believe in the flashes? <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big blinker. I'd like, you know, I don't think you trust the flashes. Yeah. I don't. I think that's more. You go, well, I don't know what these flashes are getting. Yeah, yeah, I don't want you getting my iris. Yeah. getting a, my iris yeah. code. That's how they get you? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what I was saying before that, but uh, all right, physics. So is Isaac Newton like the Mister Physics? I think Isaac Newton's the good place to start. So have you heard the story of Isaac Newton and the apple tree? Yeah, it fell and hit his head or something. Yeah, that's yeah. they that's that became the legend around it. But he, I don't think it ever hit his head. But he was home. He was going to Cambridge. They had a bubonic plague bubonic plague outbreak, just mm-hmm. like COVID. Mm-hmm. Sent everybody home. So he's walking around his childhood home, which is Woolsthorpe Manor, and he sees an apple tree, and he sees an apple fall, and he's sitting there staring at it. He's like, why does it always fall down? Mm -hmm. Why doesn't it fall sideways? (laughs) (laughs) Why doesn't it fall straight up? It always falls down. So he's like, there must be something pulling it down. And we know now that that is gravity, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like there's something keeping us down. There's something causing it to always yeah. fall straight down. Yeah. If, if if not, it would just yeah. fall off in any direction, right? And that tree still exists today. Oh, this is wow. 350 Ooh. years later. That tree, probably the most famous tree of all time. I can't probably. think of another tree. Yeah, I'd go see it. But is it it's still on, growing apples? Uh, I don't know if it still grows apples, but uh, it's been knocked over. It's been like... It's broken in half. They've replanted it. They've also cloned it. I don't know if clone's the right word, but they've taken parts of it and they've started other trees. The little grass. All over Europe. Yeah, grass. That's yeah. the right word. So it's got descendants all Cloning's over Europe. not real yet. Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. yeah I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows what they're telling yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Why did it get knocked down? Like, people knock it down? Well, it's just, just it's four or 500 yeah. years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was in 1666. I'd like a graph of one of those trees. How do you get that? I don't know. I wonder if they let you. I like that Vanderbilt turf. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. I got a branch from the Isaac <laughs> Newton tree. <laughs> like Tuman's Corner. Yeah. Cambridge is a big win. They just roll it until. That's his house? That's a Woolsthorpe Manor. It was just like, an, and there's an orchard as a part. Like I like money. that Did he come from money? Yeah, I think he did come from money. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I people with money are the ones that have time to think about why exactly. exactly right. Yeah. He They're was the poor. Ones... He would have been like picking apples. <laughs> He's been eating the apple because yeah. he hasn't eaten in six months. Yeah, <laughs> but let's celebrate him. Yeah, you know, because yeah. he goes, you know, what makes that apple fall? You go, I don't, dude. I'm just trying to literally survive. <laughs> They're I like, might, if I can help it, I it might won't die fall. on a road today. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, all right. Isaac, about gravity. Yeah, yeah. It took him. So this started him thinking about it. He didn't publish anything about this for decades. But this is what got the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. So gravity, I'm just going to launch into it. Huh? Yeah. yeah, Gravity is a constant on Earth, 9.8 meters per second squared. That's gravitational acceleration. So 
what that means is uh, on this planet, all objects, regardless of mass, fall at the exact same acceleration. Acceleration. So if you drop a bowling ball and a marble at the same height, they're going to hit the ground at the exact same time. So if we all jumped off a building at the same time, yeah, my guess is you would hit first. But you're that's saying- uh, that's instinct, right? Instinct would say the bigger the guy. Yeah. That used to be an expression, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yeah. It's like, no, well, you're going to hit the ground at the exact same speed. Huh. And the same time. Mm-hmm. Speed and time. The four connect. of us, all with vastly different masses. Yeah. We, if we fell off yeah. a cliff at the same time, we'd hit the ground at the same time. <laughs> but you're all three of us. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But what about terminal velocity? I think Bates would would ask, he'd get lost or ask questions on the way down. Like he would hit a little bit later. (laughs) He'd hit, he would never hit the ground. He would hit something. It just would be. I would bounce off something. He'd bounce off something. Like something just wouldn't. They go, did Bates hit the same time? They go, nah, he, we we don't really know where he's at. I think I would make it. I'm like, ah, I survived and Aaron would land on me. (laughs) It does depend on how light though. Like a feather would not fall the same speed. Right, a feather on Earth because there's air resistance. But they actually did that exact same uh, thought experiment here. David Scott, this is Apollo 15, on the moon. He's holding a hammer in one hand and a feather in the other hand. Dang, who's videoing this? And he drops them both. (laughs) Yeah, He drops a feather and a hammer on the moon, and look at that. That's it. They fall right down at the exact oh, same God. speed because there's no air resistance. There's nothing. Can we get a close-up of that feather? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a camera from uh, 1972 or something. So. Yeah, something like that. I, I see the headphones in the reflection. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> they really brought everything up there, didn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. This was the first time they brought a uh, a dune buggy to the moon. So they were just having a blast up there. So this is Apollo 15. Apollo 15. What was the first one? Apollo 11 was the one that landed on the moon. All right. That so was 1969. 13's the one that didn't make it. 13's the one that Tom Hanks was on. So this is the fourth trip? Yeah, it must have been close. the fourth successful landing. So they're looking for new things to do. So It's bored up there at this point. Mm-hmm. I think America is bored by this point. I think well, America doesn't care anymore. Because I've heard of uh, Galileo who went up the Leaning Tower of Pisa and dropped two things at the same time. So they're doing basically that, right? They're doing that, but this is the first time it's been done in outer space. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying obviously. it's not super special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, Galileo was doing that off the leading tower of Pisa. So with There's, no gravity or low gravity, like as on the moon, mm-hmm. that feather just falls right on down. It'll just fall straight down. Even though there's no gravity. Really. Oh, you no, think it should be slower? Because Well, it's, yeah, I mean, they're. They're still. Yeah, why do they fall? But then, like the other people jump. And they're, they're still falling. falling. It's just the, the, the gravitational force of the moon because it's because it's so much smaller is less than that of the Earth. So they don't fall. They will fall. They're still the moon still has gravity. Yeah, it's not. It's not a zero gravity environment. It's just much. Things are much lighter. So you can jump. You could dunk a basketball in the moon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. From the three point line. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe if you get a good run and start. Yeah. yeah. I think David Scott now goes by Mr. Showtime and uh, performs at a lot of the Looney Bins around yeah. the country. That is yeah. his name, yeah. yeah. There's a comedian named David Scott. Oh. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. The Midnight, Midnight Swinger. Swinger. Where's zero gravity? Like in space? 
Yeah, I mean, you're always going to... If you're away from any objects? Yeah, in theory, but like you're in a vacuum. Then there's no... But but Like when, on the, when they're on the spaceship and they're floating. Yeah. That's zero gravity. That's essentially zero gravity, yeah. What about this? They're still in orbit around the Earth. But. So you go from Earth to space, mm-hmm. from gravity to zero gravity... What's uh what's in between there? Separating like zero seven, gravity from seven from gravity. gravity. Eight, nine. What do you mean? Well, gravity. we just kind of pass through this barrier where there's all this gravity, and then at some point, you know, we just kind of bloop, and now we're floating. Our atmosphere. So what is that? Our atmosphere is all the gases that are being contained to the Earth because so, of its gravitational But the pull. gases can hold in gravity but not us. No, the gases the gases are being held in by gravity. So they get they reach right up to that point and then they're like, "Ah, we can't get away from from gravity." Yeah, things have limits, yeah. yeah. But they just get but they never Well, there has to be a point with everything. So there's always going to be a point. Right, but what why would this get this far, get this far away from the earth right to the place where it's at zero gravity in the vacuum? but then not cross over to the other side. I think it's a lot more gradual than you're giving it credit for. It's not like but how there's is a it, layer like an inch thick, and then you walk through and you can float. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. If we can pass right through it, how does these other things not? Why are they trapped? What's trapping them? Nothing. Well, like a meteor or something? When they, they what do you get mean through? to be trapped? Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're you know, the the... The the globe is here, right? Mm-hmm. And there's gravity, mm-hmm. but then so we just drift on out, and then it turns into a vacuum where there is no oxygen. So just the gases are keeping in the oxygen. Mm-hmm. How come when we pass through in a spaceship, it doesn't bust open that barrier, and then all our oxygen seep out? We shut the door. Yeah, because <laughs> we shut the door behind yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what we talked about this. Poking through, yeah, poking, poking through. through it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just there's no there's no actual there's, physical barrier. There's so much gas up there that I'm sure just like like if you if you fly through a cloud, the cloud doesn't disappear like an airplane. Like you just fly through it. It's not like there's a hole in the cloud, and you're like, well, that airplane. So the gas there. is just there, and you just kind of come up through it, and then it just immediately seals back. Well, but up. a cloud is doing that. Yeah. Is not a, is a cloud? I feel not like doing if that? you go through a cloud, though, the cloud kind of will disperse. I don't think so. Maybe I mean, not all the way, but mm-hmm. I think that it will. But it still stays a cloud, and I imagine. I mean, if anything, if it expands, you just it kind of comes back together. Mm-hmm. But a cloud, you fly through clouds. I mean, they don't. Otherwise, we'd go get rid of clouds. If you're like it was, if it's a real cloudy day, you would be like, well, just fly some airplanes around and just knock all the clouds out of the way. They stay in the ground. I mean, that's why there's fog. Well, that's and what I everything. wonder, you though. Land, when you land, it's not like you can see. Because otherwise, you'd be able to see as you land. Because you'd be like, well, once you land, it's going to be. But that's what I'm saying, though. We have this you know, this atmosphere that has all this oxygen for us that we need. Mm-hmm. But then just beyond what we're saying is nothing, um, just beyond that is a place where no oxygen exists. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there's got to be a point. What keeps our oxygen in? I gravity. The, a dome. Yeah. The gases. So ga- the gravity holds in oxygen too? Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, I think it's all kind of, it's it's hard to wrap your head around. That's yeah. the, the, idea behind, uh, the high idea behind a God of just being, everything feels like it's created in the fact that it's so perfect. It's so perfect. 
that it's like it's unreal it's a, it just nothing can work i mean look at everything like everything's perfect you have animals that can eat these animals and there's an order of but which there, ones can eat them like none of this makes sense. is there any example that someone has created where it's gas surrounding uh oxygen and keeping it in I don't know. Oh. I don't know what you mean by like gas a rub- surrounding oxygen. Well, I mean gas. Like we have oxygen. Like we we can breathe here. Yeah. How and up there you can't breathe. Yeah. So how's the oxygen staying here? But is this oxygen come off like? Is it plants or is that like? That's part from, of where it comes from. Yeah. It comes from the ground and plants uh-huh. and stuff like that. I think it's like that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. The air. There's no plants up there that we know. Of. <laughs> well, that's true. There might yeah. be some way up there. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, like it's a. Uh, well, I just wonder though if our spaceships can just shoot right out of here. I feel like it's such a thing that unless you understood it, you wouldn't. You you can't like we would never be. To, I, there's nothing that could be said here that would be like okay. Yeah. Why do you think it's like you? I don't understand enough of it or care enough. Why do you think Jeff Bezos couldn't get out to space? I don't. Uh, they can. I think they can only go to that port. I just don't think they're going to send some of these people to space because they don't have. You, I mean, if you if it goes wrong, you're it's over. You're yeah. you're floating. You're gone. Mm-hmm. See you later. I think it's really really hard and expensive to get to outer space. So what Jeff Bezos did was kind of a hodgepodge of of you could float a little bit, but you're not truly in outer space. There is a uh, he but was Elon the, Musk apparently went up and circled the Earth, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, he sent a car up there. Richard Branson did something similar. Yeah, I think it's just hard to understand. Like I get, I like I look. I'm on board with everything. Yeah, I'm just asking. I mean, it's a physics episode, so I'm just trying to get some answers. No, yeah, yeah. I would love. I think it's like it's like until you, it's hard to wrap your head around it. Like it's, but that's also. But I mean, that's that's everything in life. I mean, it's crazy that we're sitting here at a table and like we started somewhere. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's all insane. If you know, whether people believe in Big Bang or God or whatever, you're all of it's insane. And it's insane that we're here. And I can't tell you exactly why we are here. So why do you think that um, uh, there's nothing going on like that on Mars? What do you think's happening up there? Because they're stupid. Yeah. What do you think they're up to? Well, Mars has, what, what about it? Why doesn't it have? Why is there people? Up there? Well, why no gas and oxygen? They and have gas. Different types of gas that'll kill you. But no yeah. oxygen. Yeah, you're right. How do you think but, that it, is? but it has a gravitational force. So in theory, this is what they this is what, you know, ultimately we want to do long term is create an atmosphere over there, plant trees, oxygen grows. Would you rather live on atmosphere. Mars or Mercury? I'd rather live on Mars for sure. The what gold? about the tan you could get on Mercury though? <laughs> you could get a pretty amazing tan. How hot would it be? Is it just oh, is Mars like, temperature gonna be good? It's no. very cold, I would imagine. It's it's cold. It's like yeah. a problem. Like you couldn't take your shirt off there, <laughs> yeah. right now. It's a uh, average temperature on Mars is about minus eighty degrees Fahrenheit, and you'd have to live that the whole time, unless they built the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. See, that would make me. That's going to make me feel weird. If you go build an atmosphere, then I am going to be like, well, why are we? How like then you question our atmosphere. You're like, so y'all just built one, yeah, and then yeah. you're like, well, who does someone build art? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, how do you building an atmosphere? Like that would seem. I feel like we learn how to do anything from what we already have. God created stuff, and then we learn how to 
do it yeah. our own way. Did you How say you negative average? 80 in Mars? Yeah, it's I an mean, average. I feel like I've been to Iowa when it's <laughs> negative 20. Yeah. It feels like Mars would be much colder. Now, Mercury can actually get up to negative 290 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, it's cold mm. there. Because, well, it can get up to 800 degrees Fahrenheit when it's straight on the sun, but there's no atmosphere to trap in the heat or retain it at all. So once it turns around from the sun, it just gets cold. That's pretty awful living in, in environment there. I mean, that's quite a range. Stuff yeah. to control the well, thermostat. Well, some people go to Mercury and some not. Well, I think the goal is, I mean, the, the sun is expanding and it's going to blow up, right? After a certain amount of time, It'll just swallow the earth. So ideally, you get farther away oh. from the sun. And we're talking billions and billions of years from now. But eventually, so like, the sun will get so big. What's the first one? Venus or? Mercury. Mercury's the first one. Mercury, Venus. Oh, yeah. Why earth. don't we go to Venus? Well, Venus is closer to the sun. Venus is just gas, too. It's oh. like just get poisonous gas. Why stop at Mars, though, if we're trying to get away? Let's go. <laughs> just hop on over. Well, yeah. it's baby steps. Right? Yeah. It's just see if we can even do it. Yeah. And then you got to forge your mail to Mars. If they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they came and said to you, hey, we got a place for you on Mars, do you want to go? I mean, how long is it going to take you to get there? To Mars? Yeah. I think, I think about nine months. Yeah. Oh, really? Long time. Oh. Would you do you think it? it would be years? Uh. Yeah, I don't Yeah. Well, I think if you go to Mars at this point, you're not coming back. That's the point, is you're going to go there and start a colony there. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to uproot my life in Earth? No, I don't think so. I don't know. You, to be the first to go, you know. Yeah, they were taking volunteers for some Mars thing where you don't get to come back, and thousands of people were registering for it. Just young guys like when you were in your 20s that had nothing going on, like, I'll go. I don't care. That's really nothing going on, though. <laughs> I had more going on than that. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry I compared them to you, but it was guy. It's mostly young in guys. In my 20s, I would be like, Are the, is there going to be booze on the ship? And is there going to be single? I think women? you should have signed up for it. And they go, Why are you here? You go, Because I don't believe that you even have a Mars. <laughs> so yeah. I'm calling your bluff. That's how you need to say That's how you get. That's how you yeah. start in. They but go. that was not me in my 20s. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but now they know. would, yeah, but now they would just put you on there and. You know, fly around the and go. Oh, we got some complications. Yeah, I think a large part of this is that a lot of the the principles of physics and and everything else are very counterintuitive. We we tend to experience and feel things differently. I remember one of the first like breakthrough, like wow, I can't believe that moments was the high school physics class. Mister Diamond, my teacher, he Mr. said if Diamond. you if you take a gun, you know if you take <laughs> if you take a gun and shoot it completely straight out 90 degree angle and you drop a bullet from the gun at the same height at the same time as you fire the bullet they'll hit the ground at the same time i remember thinking well that just no obviously the bullet from the gun would go you know it would take longer to hit the ground but they'd hit the ground at the same time that's wild to me why is that because the the horizontal speed, which the bullet's being fired out of the gun, has nothing to do with the gravitational acceleration of the Earth. It's still going to fall down at the exact same speed. So that's speed. where the bullets are going when they fire. They just immediately, just eventually end up on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it would take the exact same amount of time as if you just dropped it from that same height. Mm-hmm. It just fell. Because it's the same gravitational force. It's wild. Yeah. And pretty counterintuitive, I think. You gasped. 
I don't know if I gasped, but I did give it like, oh. I don't think I was ever learning like that. No, I, I don't never, think like, so either. When I heard something, I never thought, man, that's crazy. I was just like, I'm here because we have to be here. <laughs> we didn't have a Professor Downing. We had a Professor Cole. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 dusty school <laughs> i like this quote this is from a physics professor neff weber physics explain laws that govern god's creation i think that's really cool neff weber yeah that's my grandfather isn't it i don't know is it neff weber south alabama yeah yeah, yeah. that's it where'd you find that for, on the internet oh wow Oh, that's, that's your grandfather? Awesome. Yeah, for sure. No, I knew it was your grandfather. I, I was going to say. <laughs> what did he say? Is it? It. He was a physics professor, right? He was, yeah. Oh, we're getting more to the... Oh, uh, yeah. Here's the Weber tree. <laughs> I looked him up. He said, physics explain laws that governs God's creation. Yeah. I think that's a cool yeah, quote. Yeah, my grandfather yeah. is very religious, but a scientist. So. Oh, wow. He's the so one who wrote like into Myth, Mythbusters, right? Yeah, he's the one that yeah. wrote into Mythbusters. So they yeah. did an equation wrong. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, old math. Old Neff, dude. Yeah. That's a cool name. It's a family name. My brother's the fourth, and he stopped. He didn't name his son the fifth. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think it, you got to stop it at some point, right? Neft? It was Faustin Neff. Family. Name. Yeah. So he had a son. He's like, I don't think I'm doing this to him, giving him this weird name. Yeah, but y'all have like a kingdom. So who's going to get it? Anything after four seems a little crazy. Could you name your son? that and keep it going or does it have to be his son i think it'd have to start over with my son <laughs> one reboot right he'd start over yeah. and get it going again like scream yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel like it'd be hard to be like if you think you're like i do get it but then you also do you want to be the one that goes that's enough yeah it must be tough that's tough yeah to stop i mean it's been four generations because you could always make it like a middle name right you could yeah yeah but they the the all four generations had the first and middle name Faustin Neff. Oh. Whoever. It was my great great grandmother. Her name was Boogie. <laughs> Boogie. Right. <laughs> These are some Alabama names. Yeah, uh, that's some yeah. Did Bo- not she get she was not a part of physics. No, I don't think she was a physicist. <laughs> I think me and Dusty have a lot more fun with Boogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was in a fight with her husband when the day she gave birth and made up a name to make him mad. Oh, made wow. up a name out of Faustin Neff. Two made-up words, and it just stuck. And then there's four generations of them. So she was mad at her husband and took it out on her son. Yeah. <laughs> that's some very that's, Alabama stuff. That's yeah. a way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And they took it out on all the sons. All the four generations. generations. Generational <laughs> trauma, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boogie. Austin F. P-H? F. Just F. Austin with an F in front of it. Oh. Yeah. Austin. My brother went by Foss. Foss. His whole life. And, oh, it's just the firstborn. Uh huh. Firstborn son. Yeah. So you're Aaron. Yeah. It's like who cares? <laughs> it's kind of pointless. Yeah. You know. After that, they go, "What do you want?" It? He just asked you, "What? What does your name want to be?" It doesn't matter. Let's call you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Weber. It doesn't matter, Weber. <laughs> I have false. Lord Faustin's going to take over this manor. <laughs> Lord Faustin the fourth. Yeah. I think you should name your 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 son Faustin Neff the fifth, and just keep that going. Yeah, who's going to stop me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you're then take over your brother. Yeah. That's a way to get it. in. That's a way to get in the back door. Yeah. Revenge. And then revenge. Who doesn't matter now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Exactly. I He's, saw a video on YouTube 
from Neff Weber. Yeah. Of your brother, Michael, graduating inside your house. Your dad gave him a diploma. And there, you are dressed in a lime green shirt and a green tie and green shorts. Wow. For the graduation ceremony. Oh, oh I don't goodness. remember that at all. I don't also don't have a brother named Michael. Okay. I guess I'm wrong about that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, was, that's what I'm kind of being hung up on. My bad. I can't remember. Yeah, my brother, thing. Daniel. Daniel. Okay. Maybe, yeah. You remember this? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. I don't remember what I was wearing. Did it look silly? It kind of looked a little silly. Okay. But the way he it described it. You don't have to pull that up. Why is it on YouTube? I don't know. I guess my grandpa was just uploading stuff to his mm. YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You look fun. Um, so the, the one thing I know about physics that I've heard is <laughs> an object in motion will stay in motion. Right. These are Newton's laws of motion. Three big ones. All right. An object that will remain in motion. What does that mean? And It means things keep doing what they're doing. You know, unless some, something keep, stops it, unless keep, on, keep and, trucking on, unless <laughs> just keep on trucking. That was Newton's first look. Yeah. Just keep on trucking on, you know. Yeah. But unless it's acted upon something. So, so if you hit a golf ball, it's going to keep going until it hits a tree or if you hit a golf ball in space, it will keep going forever until something stops it. It's just going to keep moving and keep moving. That's also called the law of inertia, which is, you know, you know, inertia. Like when you stop in a car, you'll continue to fly forward because your body wants to keep. Much like in an elevator. If you jump, the inertia <laughs> would bring you on Like, down. so our bodies <laughs> would keep falling if it was for gravity. We stop because of the ground. Or gravity pulling us to the ground. Yeah, yeah, gravity's pulling us to the ground, yeah. So yeah, like, like, so like hitting golf ball mm-hmm. on a course is... It's got a, the gravity. Once it goes, gravity's just starting to yank on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yanking, on, it. it's yanking on it the whole time. Yeah. It's never not yanking on it. So that's it. the yeah. external force that's acting on it. Yeah. It's gravity. And there's also wind resistance and temperature and all these other factors. So in space, which is essentially a vacuum, mm-hmm. none of that plays. I throw a baseball, the speed that it leaves my hand, it will just continue that speed forever. Until it runs into something, until which is fun to think it. about. He's got a lot of chances. He's <laughs> did when they say it's a vacuum, I never think like, I ever realized. So like space is like a. I always think of a literal vacuum, physical yeah. vacuum. Yeah, it just means no external factors, like nothing else in play. Like whenever you talk about something happening on Earth, you have to factor in. Well, you know, there, there's gravity it's on the cloudy. Earth. There's it's yeah, it's cloudy. There's Dusty wind resistance. <laughs> a vacuum is there's nothing. Yeah. It's literally just considered. It has nothing to do with the actual vacuum that we use. The word vacuum. But you can create a vacuum, actually, if you stick a vacuum into a tub or something and suck out all the air. Now it's a vacuum and inside that tub. If you in – in a, but it has a top. You'd have to cover the top. Yeah. But there there are devices where you can – you know, like uh, like one of those bags. Yeah. Those vacuum space bags. Sealed? Yeah, yeah, vacuum sealed. Anything vacuum sealed. That has zero gravity in it. Inside, <laughs> it still has gravity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's not a. Perfect. So where did the word vacuum come from? For I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. heard that expression though? It doesn't exist in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. All that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once it gets sucked up, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I've always said. So what are the other two? Well, I was going to say another example of this. Is Daniel Tosh had a bit about how how does Superman fly faster? Like I get that he flies, but how does he, 
he's flying. How does he speed it up? Ah, speed it yeah, up. how does he speed it up? It's like that doesn't physically make any sense. Like it he has wants to, to go faster. Well, unless you're how do you run faster? I would imagine you're you're running. run faster. Yeah, you're pushing off the ground harder, yeah, right? You like, speed mm. it up. But, but what is he <laughs> exactly? <laughs> exactly he's changing gears yeah <laughs> he's a superhero yeah yeah he can do whatever he wants <laughs> it's more just a joke the most boring of them all you think yeah absolutely yeah i like him i always liked him you know i used to i used to dress up as clark kent when i was a kid oh yeah not even superman <laughs> you really set I, I was just going to school i have pic- <laughs> i have pictures of me in like a suit and tie when i was like five or six and just you're like, I'm Clark Kent. And I would just say, I'm Would Clark you wear Kent. something like a Superman undershirt just ah, in case? I was at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're at work and you were like, I just wanted to be a you're reporter. At work and you're like, nothing can happen right now. Yeah, I'm a journalist. I don't even have my stuff. I don't even have, I mean, God forbid something happens. Yeah. You I were can. watching Superman going, change back to Clark Kent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watching Incredible Hulk being, be Bruce Banner again. Yeah. You want to be a superhero? No, I'm trying to be a yeah. journalist. <laughs> you trying to work for a like, paper. Yeah. Uh, Old Cinderella, like the one that's <laughs> lives in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Cinderella, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be the pretty Cinderella. Right, right. Don't, You'd be the one with the mop. <laughs> yeah, don't give me the slipper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be the one that has the mop and the broom, and uh-huh. you're like, oh, okay. Doing yard work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of fun. Did you have, uh, so you had no fun around you? Or is the gravity? I was trying to think of something gravity. <laughs> that brings you down? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that brings you down. Yeah, everything was bringing you down. Say fun or the gases. Yeah, you, you couldn't even reach. enjoy Mythbusters growing up without yeah. your grandfather being like, like, I'm writing them a letter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't you enjoy it more like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. It, you know, yeah. Something y'all talk about on the table. Y'all figure it out together. I wish I had anyone to even watch Mythbusters with. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it with you, man. They're like, we don't believe that stuff, man. What do you think <laughs> happens, Dusty, when things fall? They're just heavy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's weight. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. Falls. Well, that actually, that's a great segue to Newton's second law of motion, which is that net force equals mass times acceleration. So that's what weight is. It's your mass times your gravitational acceleration. So the mass and weight are two different things. But when, but when well, that's I why he said that. But what's that? No, I mean I think you know, but obviously material, what something's made out of, has to play a role. In what? What something weighs for sure. All right, yeah. I saw an example yeah. of this one when I was so in in golf. If you swing a club at the exact same speed, that's the acceleration, right? Mm-hmm. If you hit it with a ball, with, right? Yeah. If you hit a ball with an iron, <laughs> and then you hit one with a driver. The driver's the mass is bigger, right? right? So the force will be more. Is that correct? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The trade off is the have you know, you think the heavier the club, the more mass the club has, mm. that might affect your the speed at which you can hit it. Or a baseball bat for that matter. Baseball bat, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically, the heaviest bat in the world would you could hit it the hardest, mm-hmm. but it's just it's impossible to swing it that hard. Mm-hmm. So I would find that middle ground. Finding the sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, fine. <laughs> you good, man? Oh, yeah, I just think that's funny. You did finding that middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> I did read where golf uses more physics than any sport 
Totally. That's launch, why I like it. Launch angles and <laughs> speed. and yeah. that's, that's always been what drawn you to it. That's huh? always drawn to me. I go, why does the ball keep coming down? Game of physics. <laughs> Even a golf ball, they said the dimples, a ball will go further through the air than a smooth ball because of friction. Whoa. Wow. Friction with the air. Yeah. Makes the game fun when you're out there talking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that, they should make the swimmer's caps out of uh, like dented little, dimpled little they helmets. Should. Yeah. You're maybe, but then you're onto something. Yeah. Get some friction going out there. I just read something that uh, I saw just a headline, so I have no idea if this tour is real, but they're like some, it was like a clickbait thing, but it said some swimsuits are, uh, are being, you can't use them anymore because they made people too fast. Wow. Oh. Hmm. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, I have no idea what the basis of this is off of. They're too fast. They're too hydrodynamic. We wouldn't yeah. want I did swimming read to be too exciting. Olympic yeah. swimmers slow them down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because of physics, they shave all body hair. They wear swim caps to cover their heads and cover much of their bodies with a specially designed swimsuit that mimics shark skin for better hydrodynamics. So hmm. that sounds like what they should outlaw. If you're wearing literally shark skin. Killing sharks. Killing sharks with your bare hands. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Well, Nate, do you have any idea what you weigh on other planets? Let's say you weigh 165 here. 63 this morning. All right. Wow, that's mm-hmm. impressive. You would weigh 27 pounds on the moon. Oh. Which would be nice. So just move there. If we move to Mars, I mean, which might happen in your lifetime, Nate, you'll weigh 62 pounds. That'd be nice. That would be just a nice. And if you want to get a little idea what my life's been like, <laughs> go over to Jupiter, <laughs> where you'll oh, weigh 390 pounds. Wow. Well, what's going on on Jupiter? Yeah. Well, the mass, the gravitational acceleration, even though your mass is the same, the gravitational acceleration is so much stronger that you're going to weigh more. So you, you can't even you're really You're being walk pulled on down. So stuff's going to, like, you drop a quarter, it's like, <laughs> God. You're like, <laughs> yeah. hard to throw marshmallows in, uh, yeah. quarters in them. You're like, oh, it's going to, yeah. yeah, it'd be, it would just, you would never make it to the person in front of you. It'd be a nightmare. Well, it'd be tough to walk, even. Oh, you couldn't walk. Yeah. No. You get ripped apart just by the gravitational force, I think. The sun, you'd weigh 4,467 pounds. Assuming you could stand on the sun. So Earth is just a real miracle then. It is. Yeah. Right place, right time. It's a real miracle. What was like, the uh, <laughs> is Earth, wait, what? Earth is, I'm just talking about, yeah, I mean, it's like, just worked out great here. Well, that's the, but that's the. I think Earth is a miracle. Earth, yeah. yeah, it that is. is the point, yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's funny I the way you said it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's well, it is. It's crazy that everything's so perfect. Yeah, it's you know, and that's how, and I'm sure that's how the side people that don't believe in God or something, like you know they think well, it's like that's why it all worked out, and it's all like because it's so perfect, everything's worked out the way it, it's worked out, and it's it's all, but it's all insane, you know. I don't know if you ever mentioned the third law. No, we're about to get into oh, it. I'm That's like, the wildest one. All right, go ahead. Oh. No, we can we can start it. What were you going to say? I just didn't want you to forget it, so oh, people right. wouldn't say you never mentioned the yeah, third the one. Yeah, the third law, uh, you've heard this, I'm sure. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, mm-hmm. which means literally any force exerted on anything, that thing exerts an equal and opposite force back to it. To me. So when you are push, you push your finger down on this table, mm-hmm. the table is literally pushing back against you mm-hmm. with an equal and opposite force. That's why you break your finger. That's why you can break your finger if you push. If, if you, you push pu- too hard, punch the wall easy or punch a wall hard. Right. 
you're gonna hurt your fist. <laughs> I don't what believe about, that. Yeah. Well, here's a good example of uh, a lot of these things we can see better. Well, you're not in space you're, where there's zero gravity. So here's a video of an astronaut. I'm pushing <laughs> in the International Space Station. He's got a guy who's essentially his same mass, about the same size. He's going to push this guy forward, and you see that causes him to be pushed backward because there's an equal and opposite force pushed back against him. So just to think that that's happening everywhere. Every they could figure that out on the ground. <laughs> what do you mean? Just somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, oh, he's going to dunk. Yeah. Well, he shows here. It does. What he throws a basketball forward. There's still an equal and opposite force coming back from the basketball, but because he's bigger, it doesn't move him as much as something with the same mass. Yeah. It's all like sounds like physics seems like something they just made up for people to have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all just kind of. <laughs> It's all just kind of stuff that's like, well, he's because he's bigger. You go, okay, yeah, <laughs> go, yeah, that's right. No, you're right because of you know. And this guy talks about it, and they go, that's why we're in space. That's why and it yeah. costs uh, eight hundred million dollars to go up there. <laughs> and he goes, and then there's that. And I threw a basket. We have the basketball. We're about to take off. He's like, the guy's got the spaceship in neutral. <laughs> what did you? You forgot the basketball. Yeah. Go back. We need the basketball. <laughs> Y'all go play basketball up there? Now I'm going to do a, I think I'm going to do a force thing. <laughs> he goes, well, yeah, but use like a box of cereal or something you got up there. He goes, no, 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 no the you know, people know what basketballs are. I could have just used something around the capsule. Yeah. Well, he's trying to find something the same, the same mass as him. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the basketball, but yeah. Yeah, that it's an equal force. That's cool. It's fun. It's cool stuff. You don't believe that, Dusty? I don't know what's going on here, but um, <laughs> yeah. But you at least admit if you punch a wall easy and then punch it hard, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard on your hand. Well, I, you know, I'm not arguing what these guys are doing, like where he pushes that guy. And but yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like you don't need uh, physics to tell you if you punch the wall harder, it's going to hurt you more. To uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like I don't need That's physics. The southern physics. Yeah, <laughs> it's like play if you, if you games, break your finger prizes. because you keep pushing harder. I mean, to me, that doesn't say the tables push. Don't blame the table. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is you've yeah. done this yeah. to yourself. <laughs> That's why. That's what's wrong with this country. We're always trying to blame someone else. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I mean, obviously that guy's floating around up there, but you know. Um, I just, I don't know. What, what about, you got an experiment coming? Oh yeah. I do, but we're just going to save that for the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dusty's like, I was hoping it was the end. Uh, no, no, I like this. This is fun. I love a, to talk about this stuff. A, yeah. I love fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't remember which one's which and I was just hoping I was right. Goes, fiction? Oh, no, physics. Great. I go, this is, yeah. I love fiction, hearing your guys' physics? dreams. Go Sounds ahead. about right. Go ahead. So here's one I have on general Einstein's general relativity that talks about uh, how the earth is spinning a thousand miles per hour and it's going around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour, but we can't feel it, right? Yeah. Sometimes I feel it. <laughs> it's because it's moving at a constant speed at all times. So if something's moving at a constant speed, you don't feel it. An example it gave, if you're on a train 
that's moving 100 miles per hour, you throw a ball up in the air, it's going to come back down to you. But that ball's still moving at 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So, uh, come on, Aaron, help me out here. No, I was saying, so if the Earth stops spinning... You're in trouble. If it just like suddenly stops spinning, it would be we're gonna it's gonna a throw problem. Us. Yeah, if you're on an airplane, would you even realize it? Or would it just if it be, stops spinning? Yeah. Oh, we would fly. How fast are we moving right now? Thousand miles an hour, spinning a thousand, and then going sixty-seven. So imagine miles you're in a car that's a hundred that's moving a thousand miles yeah. an hour, and then the car just stops suddenly. You will fly yeah. through the windshield. Yeah. That's what everything on the earth would. Because we're moving that yeah. fast. We all had seatbelts, and you all have inertia. I think it's yeah, centripetal force. Around the core of the earth. I mean, it would be buildings would fall over. We'd be fly fun if through you were like other. in the ocean on an inner tube. Yeah. That'd be a good time. Yeah. You'd be like, whoa. People that have a house. This is awesome. Yeah. People that have a house on the water would be like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of fun. That's true. Yeah. You time it out right. Yeah. It's going to be bad for a lot of you, and some of you are going to have a pretty good time. <laughs> But if you're at Panama City Beach, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Would you, yeah. would you go a thousand miles away just like that? You'd just be. Oh, I think you'd slow down from you know friction on the water or whatever. But you'd be you're we're moving a thousand miles an hour, yeah, or whatever the speed of rotation of the Earth is, yeah, already. So you would start moving that. Yeah, I mean, it would be. What if I started driving crazy. a car three hundred miles an hour the other way where it's going to stop? <laughs> be a fast car for one. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to do the math, but yeah, you could counteract it a little bit. Yeah, just hit the brakes right as yeah. the earth stopped, and you'd sh- Oh, man, that'd be yeah, great. that'd be fun. What if you jumped like an elevator? Yeah. Right at that moment? <laughs> Maybe get hit by something on the on the way around. You land in Asia? Yeah, but you... <laughs> yeah, you just... When you set your feet back down, you're like in... You jumped, you'd be good. Well, you're a thousand miles... No, 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 it's exactly like the elevator. You'd still fly. You're still moving a thousand miles an hour. You hit some mountains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if we throw if a if 100 miles an hour plane, and you, I mean, like a train, you throw that ball up, and if it comes to a complete stop, the ball's not going to just fall. It would just go. What do you mean? If you throw it, you're inside you, the yeah, train. If you're inside the train, hits immediately stops, hits a wall, so everything's going to come crashing. Well, if I threw the ball up right at that moment, would the ball not hit? And then everything would knock it forward? So, like, if you jumped, it's like everything around you would go whoosh, spin like a record. You would just – and then you land, and you're in, like, you know, Memphis. I don't know. Yeah. If tough. you're on a train <laughs> going 100 miles yeah. an hour and throw up a ball, does it – it just comes right down to you? What do you mean? If you're on – If you're on a train, if you're yeah, in it, that's and you why throw it up, no. and it just comes right back down no, to no. you? No, no. That's why they won't let you throw balls in trains. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the main reasons. <laughs> I don't want you to know. Because people are just reading newspaper and they go, <laughs> whose ball is this? <laughs> Guy's in the back of the train. Are you kidding me right now, dude? I was trying to read my physics paper. <laughs> yeah. And then you go, it's physics. You can be you. on an airplane, though, that's going 600 miles per hour. There's no turbulence or anything. Uh, yeah. But that's, uh, you know. A tube. T- a sealed. Yeah. Sealed. But I guess my point is you can – and they're not real. Go ahead. <laughs> you can be moving 600 miles an hour, and it could feel like you're not even moving. Mm. Right. Mm. But it's the train sealed like that. Well, I was I talking it, more about the earth as far as it's spinning. Yeah, they can open the door of the train. Yeah. I just wonder, though, on a train, if you're going that fast. and you, I mean, I've never been on a train you drive a, If you fast. drive a car 100 miles an hour, 
and you just yeah, it'll still just ball, go up going. like you're not moving at all. Huh? Still, yeah. Going. If the train stops suddenly, it'd be a whole different thing. Yeah, because everything is going. But that's what I mean. The ball would fall straight down. I don't think the ball would just jerk. So like that means if the Earth stopped, if you felt like I bet it's about to happen, and you just jumped, you, could, you would. You'd be yeah. all right. I think it slams to the front of the. The ball would slam to the front of the train. Because when you throw it up, it's moving at the speed of whatever. And if everything came to a complete stop. It's still moving at that speed. It, so, it just does. It lands on the different part. No, I think it would. It's hit. in the air. But if you're on, I guess the wind is out there. I was going to say, if you're on top of the train and you jump, you're not landing in the same spot. Yeah, you would. Would you? Yeah. Oh, because that's you're why moving. they can fight on a train. That's why. You, I mean, you also got wind resistance. Yeah, though. you're gonna get blown a little bit by the wind, but you wouldn't like jump and then go all the way back. But that's oh, because you're moving, yeah. and as you jump, you're like still moving. Right, away. Yeah. right. Yeah, well, we're learning some physics here. Uh, <laughs> all right, we want to do this experiment. <laughs> yeah, no, we're yeah. Good. I'm, oh. <laughs> I want to see what this is all about. Well, I have no idea if this is gonna work, but this is something I read online. Some of these drinks should float. Some of them should not. You guys want to guess before we do it? I'm betting diet floats. Uh, I'm trying to think what I've dropped mm. in a lake before. Uh, <laughs> and if you look at I the think cans. Diet, I think diet floats. If you look at the cans, they're all the same size. So same if you're size. listening, what we've got on the table here is a tub full of water. And in front of it, we've got four different caffeinated beverages. Pepsi, not necessarily caffeinated. Coca-Cola. Carbonated. Diet Coke, Coke Zero, regular Coke, and then a Pepsi. Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry. I meant to get regular Pepsi, but I grabbed it too fast. I don't know. Wild Cherry might be a variable, but uh, do you want to try it, Nate? I do enjoy a Wild Cherry Pepsi. So them doing the Wild Cherry Pepsi. A diet one I like a lot. Okay. But even to what, I'm more of a diet. A a Diet Zero Cherry Coke. uh, Oh, Cherry Coke Zero. Cherry Coke Zero is, I mean, that's like a dessert, dude. Yeah. You get some ice in it. <laughs> it's nice. I bet it would do better out of all these. Oh, just it sunk. Floats a little. But one, it's yeah. floating. Yeah, that's floating. I think if the tub was bigger, I think that one would. It float. would float upside down. That's kind of half. Yeah. <laughs> Inconclusive. I think yeah. it's showing us that they didn't okay. fill that all the way up. <laughs> yeah. There's some air left in that. Yeah. All right. So regular coat. Regular coat. Same. So I guess it's trying to float. I think I it's trying know. to, but I think it's it's uh, one part water. of it goes down. Not enough water. So uh, far, this has been great. Yeah. So Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Ah. That, that floats more than the yeah, other. It's yeah. floated the best. It definitely floated more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That floated the most. I think if the thing were deeper, it would, be. It would work. Yeah. yeah. Diet Coke's the same yeah. way. Yeah. All the same way. Well, no. You wouldn't see those two, those two first ones? Basically the same. All right, so that didn't work. I stopped, I stopped at Kroger for nothing. <laughs> they're all in there. And they're all exactly the same. <laughs> like, they're well, all the exact... Coke, Coke is seeming to drag the bottom the most. Yeah. yeah. But, but the rest are all the... It's, it's, it's basically... If I said, go grab me a drink... <laughs> And I said, give me the one that's closest to the bottom. You, you would be confused. Which one? Yeah. You would go, I, and you would just you would give up and grab whatever. Get the one that's floating. Now, mm-hmm. I think that the, the Coke Zero and the Diet Coke are completely yeah. suspended in there. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay. The Coke, regular Coke, oh, yeah, is, they are. is dragging. 
That's, so if, that's, that's kind of floating. A if little the bit. bucket were deeper, we'd well, get they're a, all floating. a better illustration of this. But yeah. So, Brian, why does the diet float in then? Because it doesn't have sugar. Sugar is denser than water. So regular soft drinks are denser than water, but diet drinks are less dense than water. So therefore, they float. I mean, <laughs> physics episode, and that's going to be the end. Of it. <laughs> that what we're in. We saved up for that. You know what it is? It's the sugar inside of it. Well, this is the physics for kids experiment that they gave us. <laughs> yeah. This is how right. they're teaching the kids, and then when the experiment's this over, they like go, OJ. crack these open. Drink I mean, them. I'm not saying I knew that. It's like OJ with the glove, trying it, it on, without trying. Always remember, people are listening. <laughs> I even brought a clear container so everyone could see it. I, well, that's good to know. It's good to know. Diets will float. But it's good yeah, to so know. you have a big trash can. Right. And it's got ice and water in it. Mm-hmm. And someone threw some drinks in. If you're a diet drinker, you're going to not be that mad. But if you're one of non-diet, you yeah. have to dig down there. A you're going to be cold. Your hands are going to get cold. Yeah. If you're drinking at the beach or on the lake, it benefits you to have a, a diet. A diet. So drink. if you want to, if the water is cold enough and you're like, throw me this Diet Coke, you can throw it. I don't need to even catch it. I'll get it eventually. Mm-hmm. But if someone's like, you want a regular Coke? Be like, I got to make sure it hits me in the hand. Yeah, you better be a good toss. Yeah, because it's going to go right to the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the stuff this will solve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've always felt like physics was important. I think. Yeah. And now we've proved I think it. it's yeah. all, yeah, physics was like all important. It was like, I get it like Isaac Newton doing it and figuring it out because it's like, well, they didn't have TV or anything, so. Me and Grandpa Neff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Neff and Faustin. The old Faustins. Yeah. Faustin Neffs, Isaac Newton just out there, you know. Marveling at this kind of stuff. Yeah, this is what y'all did at the kitchen table. This is the kind of stuff we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. You guys were playing. I don't know. Pictionary. Yeah. We were drinking Charades. the cups. Yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> y'all would just do that and go. Now, Aaron, which one do you want? He go cherry peps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, physics. That was fun, right? This was great. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I liked it. We did. I think people learned a lot of stuff. (laughs) And yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you for listening. As always, we love you very much. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but go check us out on all the websites and uh, all that. And uh, truly, we love you very much. All right. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.